Hey y'all, this is Angie and welcome to my podcast called Be Honest Though. Today I have a special guest that I'm super excited about. Good afternoon, audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kev, how are you? I'm good, I'm feeling great, I'm blessed, mm-hmm. you know, happy to be here. Okay, so my question I ask all the time on my podcast is how's your mental health doing? My mental, it could be better, yo. I'm be really? Real. It could be better, yeah. Why? And I'm looking into pandemic? that. No, it's not just the pan like the pandemic. No, my mental's cool. It's just finally I'm at the point in my life where I could really sit and reflect and look back on a lot of things mm-hmm. and just analyze how it affects me and you know how it shaped me. So mm. the thing about therapy, you could go back and make sense of a lot of those things or come to terms with them and just mm-hmm. grow, just grow. And I think growth is good for everybody. So you going to therapy? No, I'm looking up a therapist right now. Oh, you know, black I find therapy? It, yeah, exactly. Specifically mm-hmm. a black therapist because, like, you know, you want to relate. You know, and I yeah, got some good true. insurance now, so. That's good. <laughs> good <laughs> insurance know, is um, important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I went to therapy, too, and it's, like, hard to. And that's the it. difference between, not to get off topic, but, like, the, the healthcare gap, you know, good mm-hmm. insurance and the type of service you get and where you could go. So. That's true. Yeah. It's crazy. Have you talked to anybody yet? Like, have you, like, inquired about services yet? Oh, or? yeah, for sure. I got a, mm-hmm. um, a black female therapist friend. Her name is Shanae. Okay. It's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I came to her on some cool shit. Like, you know, you are you free? You busy? Like, I need your help. You know what I mean? And oh, okay. she pointed me in the right direction. She told me, basically, that it would be unethical for her to, yeah, to therapy me. I don't know. You know what I yeah. mean? So she pointed it's me. It's like a conflict of interest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay, that's good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank. I'm proud of myself. Thank you. you know, so it's, it's growth. It's growth. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so proud of you. I can't take it. <laughs> I like to hear that. No, I like thank to hear you. people are like ex- like exploring their mental health and you know trying to make sure that they're good. You know? And not only just for you, for if you want to get into a serious relationship, mm-hmm. you can't come through with all types of baggage, baggage, toxic yeah. habits. You know. Mm-hmm. So get right. Get right for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a chef, right? Yeah. I'm still getting used to like that mm-hmm. term. Why? Because like when you think chefs, if mm-hmm. you think of the people like, you know, that be posting like real like food porn and shit like that. I'm talking but you the, post. No, I don't post as often as I should. I got a fucking archive of content that I'm just like mulling over. And... So why, why aren't you posting it? <sighs> you know what? This social media stuff, I'm getting used to it still myself, you know? Mm. So I wasn't on it for, like, about a decade, and we'll we'll get mm. to that yeah. <laughs> at some point, you know, because that's rare in today's society. Um, it's just really a matter of putting it out there and not... No, I'm not going to say not caring what people think, but mm-hmm. it, it may not always be perfect, bro. And, like, sometimes... I have to come to terms with that. Oh, so you're like a perfectionist. You don't want to put it out. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. But the stuff you showed me, it's like the seasoning is glistening (laughs) on the chicken. (laughs) Like the syrup is being poured like immaculately. Like slow motion. Yes, like high quality. You know, so I'm I'm like, how can you? Though I'm getting there now. I'm learning those things. But it's been like that. No, for me, like you know, all these phones that come out every year, twelve, you know, eleven, like. It really the only difference really just be the camera, more megapixels every year. More. <laughs> now I seen the commercial, <laughs> niggas shooting Adobe Digital. Like, come on, 
You know, so I'm trying to tap into that. Like, I didn't, you know, I'm talking like, I look on Instagram and stuff too. Mm-hmm. People got cool pictures. I'm like, damn, everybody got like, like a Nikon or something because these should be looking fine. No, all you gotta do is get a lens. Like, on your... the, see the lens and portrait mode mm-hmm. and all types of stuff. You know, the light, get a ring light and stuff. Like I just got a ring light. Okay, and I, exactly. Look at I'm, you. I'm game with the times. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, what's your favorite thing to cook? Your favorite meat to cook? Okay. A oh, chicken. Oh, I didn't <laughs> give you. <laughs> I mean, that's a. Why do you like cooking chicken though? It's so versatile. Mm. Like you know, it's really it's hard for somebody to mess it up. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, today's age, it's very it's a very vegan age and yeah, non red meat. So you know, you may not blow everybody's socks off with a fucking mm. New York strip steak or something like that no more. You know, so you gotta. Mm. For me, chicken, I just you can put it in a lot of. It's versatile. What's I like the weirdest thing that you made with chicken. The weirdest thing mm-hmm. that I make. You know they got weed infused. Oh like, yeah, I I do that. I do what? I do infused food. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I do infused. I could have got like, infused yes. food from you a long time ago. Yes, you could have. Yes. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's that's just a matter. Yeah. And there's so many different recipes you could put it in, but that's more of a service I offer. You know, catered towards like private dining because I do those like private oh, okay. dining experience. You yeah. know, you you know, you and your boyfriend or something. Mm-hmm. You guys want to have a fancy experience, mm-hmm. but you don't feel like going out, especially since it's COVID right now. Like, mm-hmm. where are you gonna go to find dine in mm-hmm. the home? <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't know. Call up your you, boy. You yeah, call up your boy, and you know, I come. Everything's fully arranged. You got mm-hmm. nice. So nice you set plating. up everything. Everything set up. Nice plating. That's all y'all just do is Netflix and chill, and then the food will be ready when it's soon as. It's ready. Oh, that's dope as hell. And I will exit myself and come back, so y'all mm-hmm. have your privacy, and you know. Dang, you do that anywhere, or you just like local? anywhere? Listen, if the bag is right, I'm there. What? Damn, that's what's, dope. What's that? What's that thing that I do with the money reside and shit? Oh, <laughs> the money reside. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Damn, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why do you tell me about this infused like chicken? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been high the same, eating chicken. It's the same reason why I still got that fucking archive of content. You know, it's the mm. you know if I come to you with it, it got to be straight. Like, hey, you know, you go you you go select this service from the website and mm-hmm. it, the availability is all there. So it's not even like you got to ask me when I'm free. Dang. And that's the difference of why I'm taking so long to really perfect everything before I come out because you got mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic so many people selling like food out their crib and yeah. you know nothing to you know I'm not trying to take nothing away from the community but I also want to separate myself because I mean mm-hmm. I do this for real yeah. and I just don't you know it's sometimes it could be seen as a lack of effort if all you do to promote your business is just post a menu and say oh yeah we serve in a day Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. you're trying to make it different a seamless you know mm-hmm. seamless experience for everybody Dang, you gotta be making some buck though with that um hey, that is true but you know what it's it's gonna come and it mm-hmm. it's the patience that comes natural because it's a passion yeah the patience comes from being passionate about something because mm-hmm. in your head is <laughs> i'm gonna always do this so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna come when it comes and just be ready. That's mm. all. Okay. Well, I'm gonna talk about your journey to um cooking and everything because oh, God. you How much know time you have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think your story. Well, from what I know, 
Like, I think... No, my story's good. I, I don't talk about myself. Like no, that. you don't. I but don't. from what I know, it's like an amazing story that feels like <laughs> you don't want to really, you know... Go give details on yeah. I mean, listen, I'm just mm. I'm playing it that way because I just want you to invite me back. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I got, <laughs> so I got more, you know, some more. To You're stuff. gonna come back anyway, so I we're gonna give stories, the details, bro. Like real That's stories, crazy. you know. But where? How far back do you want me to start? I mean, you told. I could just go back as far as I can remember and just shoot it to you. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so let's start about how you discover your love for cooking. Like, when did you start cooking? That's a good question. Because my love of cooking came from my love of food. Mm. Uh, And I think that happens for most people. Like, you know, Mm. you eat something, it's really good. Mm -hmm. And then you, you get to thinking, like, I want to make I want to make it for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't always want to, and this is from a child. Like, yeah. I'm talking, you know, somebody makes some really good fucking hamburger helper or something. And <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you oh, know, I need to. Damn, make that's it. fire, you know. Yeah. Like, so were you I, cooking like, with your mother or something, or not? Actually, yo, I didn't start cooking with my mother till the past, like within the last three years. What? Yes, I was just always an observant. Like, she never. Not to say she didn't let me, mm-hmm. but like you know. So how did you experiment to like? I my experiment. I, I we have to go back because mm-hmm. my love for food, like I said, came for my love for cooking came from my love for food. Yeah, and I was always in somebody's kitchen because mm-hmm. <laughs> all my friends, somebody grandma always, you know, we don't got all your know, camera, but you know the chubby cheeks, you know, somebody mm-hmm. grandma always feeding me. So <laughs> I would stay around the kitchen mm-hmm. and just the smells and the. You know something, but like you a, wasn't seasoning nothing. No, nah, the most I was at a certain. The first time I started participating, I want to say I was probably like six, and that's when yeah. it come to fucking peeling potatoes and mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> you know the fucking grunt work. Yeah, so that's really like half the cook time and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Prep prep work is serious. Yeah, you know, and that's anything in life. You prep properly, you're gonna get. But nobody taught you how to season food. <clears throat> nobody taught you how to. No, not specifically. I just, what? I, I went through taste. I went through. I knew the taste that I liked. And... You should see this man's food. Sorry, I'm sucking <laughs> <laughs> my friend Chris on the side. You should see this man's food. That's wild. The people will. The people will when they believe me. I'm gonna that's bring what food. I have to offer to. Mm-hmm. I want to share it. It's yeah, listen, my. My company is called It's Spread Love Kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's our theme. We spread love through the food. Like, you know, love languages and stuff like that. So yeah. That's how I could communicate. Let me whip you up some fire. Mm-hmm. Let you know I'll fuck with you. <laughs> that's a love language right you know, there. But back into, I almost got lost from, we're going to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I got that's lost fine. from the question. Um, what was it? Like, like my first experiences? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like being... Just being around the kitchen and getting told to do some shit because I was around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo, you sticking around, man. Go cut these potatoes and, like, you know, peel these. Or, yeah. You know, so. Hmm. That's interesting because I'm, like, because I want to learn how to season food, like, properly. Yeah. So I'm, like, <laughs> I don't I know tell how you, to I can tell this. you right now. You go mm-hmm. through things methodically. You know what I mean? Like, just simple. You could even... Your local shop, right? You know, you go into the season mm. now. You're gonna see all the, the little. I don't want to say whitewash seasoning, but like mm. the McCormicks and like you that know, shit is gonna be mad salty. Yeah, depending on what it is, mm. and everything. People make things different. Like you could have lemon pepper, and 
mm-hmm. from five, six different companies and brands, and they're all going to taste different. Yeah. And I make my own seasonings, too, which is why what? when you learn about seasonings, then you're going to realize that I should what probably fuck, do it Kevin? myself because I'm going to know it best. That's how I got into cooking. That's my personality. Like, I be liking food, but I'm always trying to up the ante, push the envelope. Like, how, <laughs> can, it, like, how can it taste better? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, how can it taste better? You're a fucking genius. Thank you. I appreciate no, that. No, for real. <laughs> no, but that's crazy. Just, like the genius mentality and like mm-hmm. people that master things. You have to start methodically. Like, like mm-hmm. I said, of learning how to season. Just, it's just, just do it. Just go yeah. out, buy some seasonings, and fucking open your palm, tap that bottle, and mm-hmm. put your tongue to it and taste it. Oh no, I would be. Extra it tasty. is a process. Like, listening. Mm-hmm. You know, listen. You gotta. First of all, you do that, you know, go gargle some water, rinse your mouth out. Like mm-hmm. that, I take quick sidetrack. We're going to get back to that. I take food tasting seriously. Like mm-hmm. my business partner, my sister, she, she's, she's, she's very present, right? It's my best friend, mm-hmm. but she's not the best food taster, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's a, it's a, like I say, it's not an art. It's a skill. Like, you have to learn how to search for flavor, you know, think of things objectively. You know how to review something. So, it's not everybody I want to try my food. Because I at this point, and not to toot my own horn, I know the food is going to taste good. Mm-hmm. But it's now it's about the intangibles, like the way it looks, you know, the consistency, yeah. the crunch, the, you know, all that stuff now that separates you. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's crazy. So the seasoning, I make my own seasoning. And mm-hmm. Are you going to sell it? Of course, of course. Mm. Merch, we got to do that. That's mm-hmm. the time we're in. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, I'm going to sell it. I sell Cajun seasoning, make my own jerk seasoning, uh, my own all-purpose seasoning, mm-hmm. uh, real-life, you know, garlic powder, like actual dried-out garlic, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a difference between garlic powder mm-hmm. and granulated garlic. Mm-hmm. You yeah, might I don't see, know. The there point. is actual things. You might go to the store. Certain brands will promote granulated garlic, mm-hmm. and this is important. Certain brands are going to promote granulated garlic as garlic powder when it's not. Because there's actual, like, garlic powder powder, and it looks, you know, the consistency is like flour. Mm-hmm. And that has different uses in itself. So, all these things go into making a perfect dish. I can't dish. even <laughs> make rice. Like, <laughs> when I tell you, no, I can't even make rice. Rice is not easy to make. Okay. Thank you for it saying not. that. And the people I'm don't like, let nobody tell you nothing different. You hear me? I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Because I was like, yo, this is difficult. Somebody's like, oh, just put the pot yeah, in. I wish like, y'all could see no. her face. She snapped no. everything she <laughs> because said. Because I'm like, yo, this is hard as fuck. And nobody is saying. And nobody specifically saying. white rice. It's Thank you. And that's all I eat is white rice. Like, I'm and you I asked for a rice cooker and nobody gave me that shit. Sure, that's the least somebody could have did. Come on. Exactly. That's the least. Rich, come on. They don't want me to make rice. That's the problem. They don't want you be great, and that's a you know that's a lot of things. That's part of the process, you know. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm gonna have mushy ass rice for the rest of my life. I would not. I mean, knowing me, like Mm -hmm. now that like we are how we are, like no, I can't let you. uh, I can't let you go out like that. Thank you, because this is like terrible. Like my life is terrible without white rice. No, for real. It's, it's Listen, bad. I I could get you making white rice better than uh, friends at the Chinese spot. Oh shoot, I, I love sticky rice. They got good rice, now. They do. They do. But it needs like some like soda, like rosemary. And you, and or something. That's the know. beautiful part about cooking. Mm-hmm. You can make it the dish yours now. Mm-hmm. Like you could take their rice, make it fire, 
And now it's not they rice no more. Now it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. so my shit would be mad salty. If that's how you like it, that's how you like it. I don't it. like it salty. That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's going to mess me up. I'm going to mess myself up. Hey, yo, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. And I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to start. You I know? hope you just sell it. Um, <laughs> recipe. Yeah, I'll like, be on there cooking in an in a apron with no shirt. No, no, out of pocket. Out of pocket. I just, um. Listen, if I did do some shit like that, mm-hmm. educational, like I wouldn't make people pay. It's spread. I'll share it's, it. it's spread love. Like mm-hmm. spreading love is sometimes giving things up for free, which is mm-hmm. game. Sometimes I'll teach y'all how to season some of your stuff. You should not give away. No, for no, free. no. You some of it for sure you can't. But also, mm-hmm. like in today's age, you gotta, you kind of gotta give stuff away sometimes a little bit. A taste. A taste. You know, mm-hmm. whether it be a little promo. So you gotta give things away to pull people in. Yeah. You know, so what's just, what is your social media presence? Because you don't be on Instagram. No, no. Do I you do, have a Facebook? I do, I do. But are you, you on that? Not for business purposes. <laughs> not really, just personal. But also, mm-hmm. I told you like, okay, and this goes into my like my backstory. Mm-hmm. I never, not to say I never had it, but when did Instagram come out? I want to say like 2011 or something like that. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I haven't had Instagram. Or social media or anything like that since 2011. Mm. You know, so I used to see it. You know, I used to be mm-hmm. around people that, of course, everybody has it. Yeah. But it's just like I took a break. It was too much for me at that point in my life. I couldn't, like, the shift mm. that was happening yeah. was too much. Like, I, I remember, like, around the time, one of the things that made me retire it was just the stuff people were posting back then. Facebook is horrible. No, Facebook is just memes and like advertising. What? <laughs> I don't. Yo, my Facebook is filled with drama. I don't even. You don't even go be on, on it. it. I yeah. mean, if you if that's what you into, listen, it's great. It's a great time. <laughs> it's a great time to be mixy right now. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's a great no, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just didn't have it for about a decade. You know, mm. I'm only 28, so so let's talk about that. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's chat. Let's so chat. I know there's a reason. <laughs> I know we're there's a reason dude. why. You never had social media well you didn't have it for that long so yes. you want to explain um, why part of it yo no uh, before i even get to that my number one reason was just i didn't like the the status quo mm. you know that was happening at the time that was not my personality like instagram it was just you know like they're doing the shit for like the likes and all that yeah. i saw that 10 years ago and this is 2011 well, yes like mm-hmm. we're just coming out of high school and people posting like I want to say not pictures of food, but like, you know, just where they're at. Or mm-hmm. I used to be around certain people in the posting. It's like, you know, make it seem like they're like, they live right now. So I'm like, yo, bro, yeah. you, bro, we not even doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it like, goes. Yo, bro, yeah. like, yo, it was weird to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I fell back from that. And also like, you know, shifts happened in my life. I was doing things that weren't so like legal and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to be out there. Like I didn't want to. So listen, until you get into the legal system and you know how all the everyday things that niggas be doing affects you and comes back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want it to be like, you know, I get into something and it could easily just be and no, this happens. Like the cops pull out Facebook and or yeah. Instagram and scroll and yo, is that him? Right mm-hmm. there? Okay, copy. That's him. You know, I I got something called foresight, you know, I'm blessed with that. So I just went with that back then. And social media didn't sit right with my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. You don't really expose your... Um, That's not my... You know, so. I, I don't... 
I am not. I don't talk myself up a lot. Mm-hmm. I probably should more, mm-hmm. but it's just not me. I'm very. I'm one of the most humble people you ever gonna meet. It's 2021. We gotta stop being humble. Being humble. <laughs> I gotta just stop being humble. Just you know, I am gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay humble, but I'm mm-hmm. going to. I'm gonna highlight myself some more. I'm gonna word it like that. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. highlighting myself more. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna. I'm going to put myself out there and be like, hey, look, that, that guy's kind of awesome. Check him out. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Just even the chef bowl, like, the name alone. That has and there's a- nothing <laughs> on it. I'm like. No, on it. Like, I post on my story, like, for a while. Like, you know, I post little teasers. So, like, shit, people still yeah, remember what I do. Put it in the highlights. <laughs> no, thing. I didn't you put it on my it. actual page. Because that goes into having the skills to really know how to even. Mm-hmm produce make content how to organize it how to mm-hmm. um not edit it and do i mean there's tiktok and all these cool videos going in like you know there's videos now like you got to keep up with that the videos now that go into the food like pre-made and then when the camera pulls out like you know the food is all done and piping hot like mm-hmm. stuff like that you got to keep up with because that's what people's into right now yeah it's like a fast but that's what i took a break like a little hiatus mm-hmm. um starting the year like i haven't been on Mm-hmm. I haven't been on it all. I haven't posted nothing. Just when I come back, though, it's gonna be, you know, a new, not a new persona, but what it, my page is actually supposed to be. You know, oh, okay, exactly. And then, cause more as of for the past couple of months, especially during the pandemic, where I wasn't taking orders for a while. I was in school and all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was really just a personal page for a while. You oh, know, okay. But now I'm I'm giving myself the tools to. Have a proper business page. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay, educating so, myself. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about your legal troubles and how you were, um, you know, how you got here. <laughs> <laughs> Says nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. I okay. mean, listen, I'm here in front of you, like I'm talking, but like mm-hmm. I'm nice. I'm, I mean, but you see, mm-hmm. some of the, some of it is evident. You see the tattoos on my face. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some things I can't hide from. Certain, certain things from your past are just not gonna leave you, mm-hmm. and just just stop fighting it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, how know. long were you in um, prison for? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah, three years. Um, before that, that was my like actual, like real like stint in jail. I got locked up plenty of times before that, but okay. never that long. You mm-hmm. know, and like in the grand scheme of things, like that's not a long amount of time some people might think right now like Damn, but it is three? long though it is it is yeah. but you know when you put it into perspective like i'm in there like with ogs and shit like that niggas mm-hmm. have been locked up since before i was born and can you yeah. can you like can you feel that for a second no that's just crazy. think of somebody being incarcerated not since you know niggas oh since you were young or mm-hmm. before you were born mm-hmm. i'm talking like niggas i'm in there cooking food you know, in the in the fucking TV room with niggas that have been doing this shit since eighty nine, boy eighty eight. Mm. Seen how many presidents? Seen you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how many people died around them? Like they yeah, family exactly. people. I mean, everybody they know. Like who do they even still know? Yeah. You know, some people don't get mail. Some people don't talk to anybody. Like a lot of people in there are forgotten. Mm-hmm. And like it's it could be easy to feel like that. Even on a short amount of time, like I felt like that. You but know? it didn't feel like a short amount of time when you're in there, though. Yeah, but you can't really talk. Like, you know, my three years, my time, you got to eat that. You got to sit with that because, you know, I'm on a yard. I'm working out, eating food. Like I said, eating food first, though. I keep saying eating food and cooking because in there, mm-hmm. 
eating food and cooking is a real thing. You just you can't just cook with anybody like a yeah. fucking pedophile, a rat. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. I'm not. Come mm. on, we can't eat. We can't. We can't even. We can't even be in the same space. Them niggas mm. not allowed in the TV room. You got really? no seat, It's bro. really like that? Yes, you're not allowed in the TV room. He's yeah. a rat. Yeah, that's how it is. So, like, mm. that eating thing is a, it's a bonding. It's kind of a bonding experience. Like, I'll fuck with you, my nigga. We gonna break bread. Mm-hmm. From Jesus' times, like, breaking mm-hmm. bread and shit been a way of spreading love. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I ain't got nothing, but I got this piece of food and we could bust it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how you know I fuck with you. Dang. But, yeah, my, that time, my three years, like I said, you can't go around and be like, yo, three years was a long time because... Like I said, I'm next to a man who's been doing this since before I was born. Mm-hmm. I'm next to, you know, young homies younger than me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 24, got a 10-piece. Mm. Not going to be home today 30. What do I look like crying, you know, griping? And listen, my time, they call me a short-timer. Mm-hmm. They call me a short-timer. And short-timer is a real, it's a class. Like, certain people that's doing their biz is not going to fuck with you because you're a short-timer. Oh. Because they don't even want to do that to themselves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, meet people and this nigga about to be out of here in a year or two. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I still got 10 years left. You know what I mean? I don't even want to know you. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I mean? It's true. So, mm-hmm. so how did you keep yourself grounded while being in there? My, how did I keep myself grounded? Um, <laughs> by kind of doing, for a while at least, by kind of living life the same way I did on the outside and shit. Hustling oh, really? still, mm-hmm. you know. Getting into the mix, mm-hmm. shit like that. The same stuff go on out there, go on. Um, and there. behind ball, yeah, behind ball, the same shit. Mm. Hustling, cooking, every you know, everything. Mm. Still, life still goes on. That's one thing about it. That's crazy because it kind of <laughs> seems like, okay, so like from the outside world, when your loved one goes to prison, it's like a frozen in time type of thing. And like, a lot of people are ashamed, not to cut you off, a lot mm-hmm. of people are ashamed behind fa- having family members that's behind bars. Like, a lot of people don't talk about it. You know? Really? Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't talk. You know, picture yourself like this. Put yourself in a space where you're in a professional workplace. Um, you know, you worked hard to get where you at. Maybe yeah. you're a nurse or, like, even a lawyer specifically, a lawyer. You know, you're successful. Mm-hmm. And then you got to talk about the family member that's incarcerated or something. Like, yeah. a lot of people are kind of bashful about it. You know, they're a little shamed. Like, you know, you don't want to mention because you feel like people can't relate to you sometimes. Mm. You know? Yeah. About having a family member that's locked up or something. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason, people might think it might reflect poorly on them. Whatever. You Did know? you feel like that with, like, your family? Sorry if you don't... I'm not. Listen, this is... Um, we're being honest. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest. Be honest, I'm going to be honest, Did I feel like that? No. My family, they held it the fuck down. Even my oh, mother, man. this Nigerian woman, she's about 60 Yo, because I know <laughs> African women. <laughs> yes. Yo. Niger so, woman, stand up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, but um, even my mother, you know, she had to tell, because I have a, a large family back home. Yeah. You know, so people back home is praying for me, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, they know, and, you know, uh, that means a lot to me that she wasn't, like, ashamed or wanted to hide it. You know what I'm saying? My mother, she, you know, she works in the medical field. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm her last born and the baby of the family. And, like, I was supposed uh, to be the last great hope. I still am, though, because yeah. you see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you do your thing. Yeah, exactly. Just mm-hmm. a different lane, that's all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people that people fall into that. You can feel forgotten. And it's true. It's true. Mm. I've been through all, I've been to the box. I was in the box for months, for mm-hmm. three months. You know, my bid, you can have a different 
your jail time could be easy or you can make it hard. So like, yeah. listen, I was on gang time, and so damn, the even fight, behind bars, you yeah. just like because yeah. you're going through so much. You mm. first of all, like, like I said, life goes on, like regardless. So shit that be going on in the streets goes on behind there too. Yeah, and um, you have a lot of emotions. Like when I first got in there, I was facing ten years. Oh God! Really? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So come on, face it. Ten years, uh, my bail got denied. They denied my bail. Wow. A lot of my Cody's. Well, we're not even gonna get to talking about some of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a lot of six nine shit. But anyway, um, yeah, that happens mm-hmm. too. Yeah, more often than you think. But um, and then these days, 2020 niggas is coming home on some. You know. People don't care no more. Mm. <laughs> you know, people don't care about that telling shit. Like the streets, I don't want to say they dead, but they they watered down. The streets so are so it's really not. The so streets all are this watered whole down. Snitching yeah. shit is like it's come cap. on, it's cap, man. Because niggas gonna do that shit, and then you gonna come home and they're not gonna do nothing to them. The wow. bitches are still fucking them. They, mm-hmm. you know, niggas are still. It's the bag, especially if they had money. Mm-hmm. They gonna overlook that real quick, you know. But yeah. let them be broke or something. Yeah, they probably just do it to do it you know make them a, a leper just to do it but when mm-hmm. if a nigga got the bag it's different they still don't want to be around them hoes mm-hmm. still fucking them niggas still around them you know it's just what it's different streets is watered down it yeah. is mm-hmm. you know but yeah i forgot we look we got sidetracked oh. <laughs> <But how did laughs> you're you loving the your... storytelling you're loving <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're lo- <laughs> no but it's something that you have to do mentally to keep your head like you know Oh, focused on getting was, out. Yeah, there were things I had to do mentally at different levels through the bid. And I don't... Okay, let me out of water duck because when I say bid, maybe not everybody's going to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. When I say bid, I mean like your prison sentence. You know, that's your yeah. bid. You know, so at different points during my bid, I had to do certain things to maintain my mental um, stability. Yeah. You know, um, at a certain point in time, yeah, it was it was fighting and getting into other shit mm-hmm. because for whatever you know there's a lot i was feeling a lot of ways i needed to you know express myself yeah so it happens mm. so when you got out like where was your mind state like did you know what you wanted to do no but yeah for sure by the time i'm like i was getting ready to go home mm-hmm. i was completely different like from the start of my bed like especially First of all, once once I got like once it was time for me to get sentenced, mm-hmm. like I already had toned down. Cause I mean, I mean, we're, we're gonna be honest though, right? I'm t- yeah. I'm talking like fighting, stabbing. Like, listen, you could look at me right now. I got you know. Listen, there's a real this this right here on my neck. Like that's that's a stab wound. I'm saying yeah. I've been stabbed in the neck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, um, in total, probably about five or six times, chest, shoulder. Like you know, I've been it. Mm-hmm. I was in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was in it for real. So. I could speak on it, even though my bid was short. It was much different than some people's bid. Like some people mm-hmm. would go ten years without an argument mm-hmm. or a fight. You know what I'm saying? But it depends yeah. on the type of time you want. So mm. once it was time for me to start getting sentenced, and like I had got my time and everything, I I cooled the fuck down. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you didn't want to extend on that time. Exactly. Oh, okay. You know? So when you came out, mm-hmm. you were like, "Yo, I want to do this cooking thing." Like. Yes. Oh, mm, you know, before that, the cooking, when I came out, I actually, um, I wanted to go back and play football on the lower. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you used to play in high school? Yeah, I played at a high level. Oh. I played at a high level. I spent some of my high school career in New York. So and why then, were you doing 
game changer. Like, listen, life really started for me, like, now when I went to Florida. I mm. living in Miami, mm-hmm. in the pork and beans, Liberty City. Like, mm. as, you know, <laughs> you do, I threw myself all the way in it because I had mm-hmm. family down there at the time. And mm-hmm. it was a better opportunity for football, more exposure. Like, I was at a smaller school in mm-hmm. New York. And, you know, I love all my niggas I play with. You know, they like brothers to me. But in life, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff for yourself. Mm. put yourself in a better position you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I did that I went down I did what I had to do um then the legal trouble been haunting me man cause I had a scholarship to FIU my senior year like yeah. this conversation could be completely different nigga could've went to the NFL I know people the, I know a lot of people in the NFL man like mm. team old yeah, some old teammates, some people I went to, like, some combines and stuff with. Those are, like, showcases, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, the best of whatever region. They're all. So, we out here, we all, you know, the cream of the crop, they just kind of know each other, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I see their progress. Wow. I see where they at. And, like, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I'm happy for them. I know that it could have been me, too, but, you know, my, it's my story, you know? Yeah. So, I'm here no, for it. <laughs> yeah, so just coming out of it. That's mm. why I wanted to talk to you. Yeah, my mental, yeah, my mental... The football thing, I quickly decided that that's not the best option. Okay. Because also, you know, I have two, at the time, like, when I got locked up, I had two small children. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of got hood twins. They're not far apart in age, a couple months apart. So. <laughs> that was the hood twins, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, a couple months apart. Mm-hmm. So I needed to make decisions that were more impactful for my family kind of right now. Yeah. You know, so that included getting a regular fucking job Mm -hmm. second one i had in my whole life i had to say at 28 (laughs) yes yes um congrats thank you no that's big it is big i'm still adjusting sometimes Mm -hmm. i gotta even tell my super like listen bro like when it comes like hr and like Mm -hmm. fucking i'm payroll you know i never play by my money you know but you know pto and fucking yeah benefits and (laughs) all that is a you know people take it for granted but for me that's like a shock it's like Mm -hmm. what the fuck like you know, yeah. handing me packets, you onboarding you. Mm-hmm. So, was, how was your first interview? Like, I was nervous. Really? I felt like a. <laughs> I felt like they was gonna find me out or some shit. Like, really? on some, because when I first came out, it's like, damn, like, you know, I feel like regular me, but mm-hmm. now I'm a felon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And navigating the world as a felon is much different than um, living life normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so they asked about it. They were they, they, you know, there's certain laws, and I'm not um 100 sure on like mm-hmm. the specifics in every state, but you can't really ask. To my knowledge, you can't really ask directly anymore. Like on oh, an interview, okay. like were you like were you incarcerated or mm-hmm. you know were you locked up for? I don't think you can ask those type of things anymore. But you could still go around it. Oh, and like they might say, say you have a gap. Like on my thing, I had a gap because mm-hmm. obviously I told you I never worked. Because now I work at you know I work at a hospital now. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of it's pretty prestigious. You know what I'm saying in terms of the the hospital itself. You know not yeah. the position of course, but um yeah they just how do I put it? You were asking me if I felt like. How'd I feel during the interview, mm-hmm. right? I just kind of felt like a fraud a little bit. <laughs> really? Like you was faking? Yes, because, I mean, I'm just going to look. Well, we going to be honest, though. Listen, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't going to make up that resume. Come on, I don't got no resume. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. 
they're gonna ask questions now to go about it and say uh explain this gap you know yeah. what i'm saying and you just gotta you just... choose your words carefully you know what i mean mm. so when did you get out last year yeah got out, got out last year i really i got out in 2019 at the mm-hmm. end of 2019 but okay. i had to stay in the halfway house for like a couple months oh, and okay. i was really home home like officially like 2020 oh okay yeah okay how was that like the halfway house experience because i know everything is like different the halfway house experience yeah. i mean man <laughs> you it feels really good like the mm-hmm. first day you come home you know if you're a real nigga you know how to finesse it because they give you a pass Right when you get out, you getting out. There's two options. You can take the bus mm-hmm. to wherever the fuck you're gonna go. Take the bus, take the scenic route, or you can have somebody come pick you up. Yeah. So real niggas know. You tell them you taking the bus and you you finesse a ride because mm-hmm. now you have more hours to get to where you uh, gotta go. So a lot of niggas, you want to touch your first piece of pussy, you want to come mm-hmm. home. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you want to exactly? Yeah. Then you schedule a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Your lady have you know a good time. Mm-hmm. So I got to the halfway house and you quickly get the feeling. Oh, first of all, mm. don't think a lot of niggas. Yo, I was in the joint. A lot of niggas choose not to go to the halfway house. You know, let me tell you why. Because a lot of them that was into shit, so into certain shit in the streets, in their area, these halfway houses, a lot of times be in, be in your neighborhood. If you weren't the most upstanding citizen in mm-hmm. your community to certain people, there are going to be those who want to see you immediately upon your return <laughs> so they're like waiting for you uh, outside or some shit like that think it's a joke yo come come mm. to the half certain yo certain halfway houses depending on what you did before like listen if you fucking listen if you kill somebody's mans or something like that mm-hmm. you don't want to just go back to the halfway house damn because people think you, have to like you have to understand people now know where you are you know what i'm saying they know your whereabouts they know where mm. you have to be at a certain place in time like Mm-hmm. That's a major no-no on some regular, you know. <laughs> so how so, long do you have to stay? Depending. Some people, my dog, my dog that's um, he from Ohio and plus in the feds. I was in, by the way, I was in the feds. Not like the state is two separate things, but mm-hmm. like in the feds, you meet people from all over the world, literally. Yeah. So my dog from Ohio, he just got a year halfway house. Mm. A whole year, you know. Yeah. yeah, he might have to have an ankle monitor and all this other shit, but you get to be out. You get to be with your family. Mm-hmm. You get pussy again. You could, mm-hmm. you know, live your life. You know, mm-hmm. even though you still, and I was getting into that before, after you get there a couple of days in, you just start to feel like you still locked up just in a mm-hmm. different, um, you know, location. Cause you still, and for a while I was still calling it my celly. You know what I'm saying? Um. And I had the certain thing you had to break out of like, you know, my sister was telling me, like, you're not in a cell, no, no shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a cell. <laughs> He's kind of like your roommate because it was like a bunk bed in there. Kind of like, listen. Oh, it was like two to a room? Yeah, or? it was two to oh, a room. Okay. And the room is about the, just a little bit bigger than, like, your jail cell would be. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you still kind of feel like you, they still do count. And, you know, it's not a stand-up count, like, you know, back in the drink, but they do they had three counts, those three counts. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to stand up anymore, but they still come by and do counts. And no, that sounds like my job. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. You got to do counts. Mm-hmm. You, you work in a type of in, institutions are very similar. Hospital does counts. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. School. Shelters. You, we was in high school. They do yeah. counts. They do fucking um, what is it, the absence. What is it? Attend, mm-hmm. they do attendance. Yeah, attendance. That's the count. 
Mm. You feel me? So that's crazy. How it's like you gotta think everything's like related. That. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, institution. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, that's really crazy. It's like we're prepared for that. I'm telling you now. Damn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wow. that time shaped me a lot, though. Definitely shaped me mm-hmm. a lot. Did that give you like a clearer vision of what you wanted to do when you were completely free from, you know? Your legal troubles. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. I was just, I took a deep breath aside because it's like, damn, are you ever like completely free from your legal mm-hmm. troubles or past, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm gonna be honest though, like, my baby mom's my daughter's mother. She just got off papers. Like, mm-hmm. she's not on parole or nothing no more. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, like, well, how I feel? <laughs> yeah. You're a free woman. Like, you just, you don't gotta report to nobody. You don't gotta, you know? Mm hmm. You don't, but in the back of your mind, you still always feel like they like keeping tabs on you, or you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah. I'm still on papers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How me. long you have to be on them? Uh, I have three three years. Oh, know, okay. Right, but I'm hoping to get it done early. You no know, good behavior. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking model citizen now. You hear me? <laughs> I gotta work at the hospital. Mm-hmm. I'm in school. I got a business. I'm a good yeah. father to my children. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck more do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me go. <laughs> Let me live my life, yo. You know, yeah. so. It's crazy how you do your time and you still have to, like. Yeah, even when you're free, you like still that. fail, yo. That's and it's a risk. Like, you know, even you got to. Because a lot of dudes don't have the tools, man. I talk about the tools all the time because a lot of times in navigating this world, you got to have the tools. Yeah. You know, some people don't have the tools to know, like, listen, if you come home, don't go be with that girl that loves to call police on you mm-hmm. and shit like that because mm-hmm. you're going to go around, yeah, pussy might be good and all this shit, but mm-hmm. now something happens, she called the police on you, she say something, who knows, maybe, you know, she might say whatever. Yeah. And now you got a six-month violation, a year violation, go back to jail. That's, That's how they're going to keep... And, you know, a lot of times, now your shit reset again. So after you what? do... Yes. After you do... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, you got to look into it. Like, like, you know, after you do that little violation, yeah. a lot of times they reset you now. Okay. We start over That's your three years. That's crazy. So that's how, you know, the Meek Mill... That's why the Meek Mill shit and all other stuff was big. Because yeah. he getting locked up still for something he did when he was 18. Mm-hmm. Come on now. That's crazy. How you going to tell a nigga 10 years probation? You going to tell a 17-year-old, 16-year-old... Be good for ten years, yeah. Or else, you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's come yeah, on. I don't know that's clear parole. as day. Yeah. That's clear as day. Like that's a setup. So that's crazy. And it could fall at anybody. And it can happen to listen. Like I don't want to come on here thinking, oh, you know, I ain't grew up in the hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I grew up next to it though, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was always there. Niggas know me. You know what I'm saying? But I know what it is to have, and I know what it is to not have too. Yeah. And that's just my whole span of life you know that's my life experience yin and yang like is me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know my sister be calling me a sour patch because <laughs> i do something real sweet to her and then mm-hmm. i just be asshole like right after because just because just mm-hmm. to, <laughs> just to, to make balance it just out. to maintain my persona you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. so when you came out so when did you start perfecting your recipes so you come out of like prison, you like trying to get your life together. But when did you decide like, okay, I want to take this seriously. I want to do this. Uh, that started from when I was still still locked up. Mm-hmm. I still got, I literally still have the same bag I came home with intact. You know, all my notebooks, okay. pictures, everything's still intact. Mm-hmm. Magazines. <laughs> oh, okay. 
though. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. Long story short, I just—it's funny. Last month, I looked back into one of my notebooks, and I was really proud of myself because the outline that I had laid out for doing my food business, like mm-hmm. I was living it. <laughs> you know, oh. it was kind of scary to see, like, damn, bro, you be paying your life. You That's paying your life. You really like, be paying. Yeah, you man, like, you paint your picture, bro. Like, wow. damn, you painted your life. And the thing about it, even with prayer, people who's religious sometimes, mm-hmm. you ask for blessings, and then you fuck around, forgot what you even asked for, and you get it. <laughs> and you don't even really notice. Mm-hmm. You might not even, you know. But that's how you lose blessings too, because sometimes you get what you ask for, and then you don't appreciate mm-hmm. it because you forgot you asked. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But anyway, yeah, I looked in the notebook. I said, damn, you was really true to yourself. Pat yeah. on the back. Yes, <laughs> natural. <laughs> That's good. Back. That's amazing. Yeah. You got to give yourself more credit. It's hard. <laughs> Why, though? You act like you're it's, trash. You're not I'm, trash. It's just, That's what I don't understand. That's, listen, this is why we're going to therapy. Because, like, I just don't know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, listen, there's a lot of shit I've done. I'm not proud of or you know may never even speak on but it's like you're always trying to depending on the type of life you live you're always trying to atone for certain things yeah in one way or another mm-hmm. you know so I think that's important to break out of you know mm-hmm. like even the fact like cause listen all my friends like childhood friends they know me as Kev or mm-hmm. Big Kev you know what I'm saying oh, that's Big yeah. Kev you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but if you know me as Bo, like, you met me at a different point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where the name Chef Bo come from. Like, if, when I was on the streets, everybody used to call me Bo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so exactly that comes full circle now. That same name I was saying. But like, doesn't that feel amazing to even just uh, think about that? It does, but it's going to feel better when I get my bag up, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to appreciate I do. No, no, I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. You know, and even the getting used to the chef thing, like mm-hmm. I said, um, the name Bo comes from, you know, when I was running streets and shit like that. So yeah. I wanted to keep it still. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, my child friend, they're not going to know me like, you know, as that, go my that. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about this cooking thing and yeah, refer to me as Chef Bo, respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, respectfully, because mm-hmm. now that name came full circle. Now look at me, I'm still cooking. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Still oh, I'm so cooking. Proud of you. you yeah. Oh, don't make that face. Don't make, <laughs> don't make that face. Come on. Because I don't. I haven't known you. What? Wait. No. When did I meet you? Like oh, six months, seven months. Okay, but six, you grew seven, a lot even since, since then. Yeah, and it's amazing. Even with you know, I still. Those, you know, I exercise, I try to exercise a lot of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I pride myself on putting that, you know, at the forefront of like, what well, makes me mean different. Mm-hmm. Emotional intelligence, I'm going to repeat it because it's not to be overlooked. That's the difference of you wanting to fucking argue down your girl in the middle of the ball in front of everybody embarrassing her because you can't wait a little bit to have a conversation yeah. civilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so stuff like that is really important. Yeah. To dealing with, you know, when you want to meet people's parents, manage your family, and mm-hmm. all that, man. Some people throw away their lives off irrational decisions. That's true. You know, emotional intelligence, just not to be overlooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's next? What's next in the world of Kevin and Spread Love Kitchen? What's next? I'm actually building my own commercial kitchen. 
What? Yes, I am in the process of. I'll show you pictures and everything. I'm in the process. Yeah. Of, <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, yo, believe what? it. <laughs> believe it. Mm-hmm. So, because in my position, um, like I said, a lot of people sell foods at their home and all this stuff. But yeah. you want to make sure they're using the proper equipment and mm-hmm. everything's sanitary. And by the way, please have your, you know, be certified in your food safety. You know, it's a please, big thing. Please, because you don't need to make anybody sick. Yeah, you know, sick. You got people just listen. You know people and you know some people homes and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. No goes with on the, in <laughs> with the roaches. Yeah, the roaches, like, you know. Not even that, but No, yes, that's, yes, the roaches. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the roaches because Okay, stuff, but everybody doesn't clean the way that they're supposed to clean. That like is they true. don't think about things like that. Like what they need to clean. Okay, and the roaches. And the roaches. <laughs> and the roaches. <laughs> because, 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 because I fucking seen a roach fall into somebody's hamburger helper oh, and they could not find God. it. And niggas still ate it and busted down. So, like, I'm just trying to tell <gasps> you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. Yes. You know, I found a roach in my cereal, like, when I was a kid. I'm not going to say where. It was a lie. Yeah, just it came from the wall. Wait, hold on. Was it, it like a water bug? No, or? it was a roach. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and I was eating Pops cereal. And then I was like. Pops? Like yeah, corn, Pops. Corn yeah, Pops. I love Corn Pops. I love Pops, too. I love Pops. That's really much. I haven't though. had Pops in Wait, a long hold on. time. You eat it hot or? If you warm up your fucking cereal. Ah, right, yeah, that's where we disconnect. That's where we disconnect. Yep, this is where we disconnect. You know what? You podcast over. Milk? Podcast over. No. <laughs> Wait, you heat up the milk or the or the pops too? As a child, I used to heat up both. Okay, I know, I know. You're gonna say, oh, but you you're making it all mushy and that yeah, that's how I liked it. <laughs> I used to do you know, that. I, I used to do that because listen, this cooking shit been in me. I used to I'm gonna tell you how I used to I used to do it, okay? Okay. I used to warm up the pops, right? It sounds nasty so already. All right, listen. Mm-hmm. I used to warm up the pops mm-hmm. till like, you know, it kind of caramelized a little bit into the milk and now So like, sugary water. You, uh, sugary, I mean, sugary milk. Sugary milk. That's what the, essentially what the pops did. So now that the pops were all broken down and softer now, you go get the box and you you top it off a little bit with some some fresh pops, you know, that are not warmed up. So, yes. Seasoned pops you, with pops. I've seasoned pops with pops. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what kind but of yeah, back in the day, that's that's fire because now you got your hot, not only hot milk, but hot sweet milk. And now you got good old fresh pops. So you still get your snack, you know, your crunch in, but the milk is sweet and it's warm. That sounds terrible. Terrible to me. I thought you were about to say delicious. No. No way. No, it's okay, but no way. No. Never? No. Do you at least, would you try the hot milk first? No. So why did you ask? Did it, did it even matter is, which one? No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because hot milk is diarrhea, bro. That's toxic. It didn't matter what, that. no, that's toxic. It didn't matter what I said. It was going to be wrong. It was going to be nasty asked me anyway. anyway. But I told you. Women. I had to, women, I had to picture bro, it. Women, bro. No, I had to picture <laughs> it. Because I'm like, yo, is he really warming up the whole thing? Or is it just the milk? Because if it was that's just okay. the it milk. It wouldn't have mattered to you. Okay, no. If it was it's just all milk. nasty, yeah. But if it was just the milk, I would have been like, okay, people do that. But with the Pops too. Don't fold your hands. Don't no. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. 
crazy. Though that that's, that's like crazy. That's like telling me like when somebody folds their hands after a statement. That's that not I'm saying, disappointed. Yeah, I'm disappointed and go ahead and reflect on yourself. Yeah, because <laughs> that was a crazy choice. Go ahead and reflect. <laughs> that was a crazy choice. I I can't say I still make it because I don't really eat cereal like that. But mm. if I did, I would do it just the same. It wouldn't change a thing. Okay, so you're making a commercialized kitchen, right? What else are you doing? <laughs> a commercial ass kitchen? No, it's a commercialized. You see, you see how your perspective will no, change ever since you found out about the hot cereal thing? Uh, you better not have that on your menu because I would oh, flip there all is, the tables. There over. is, mm, I don't want to say, but not officially, but there's grits, cheesy grits. That's fine. Cheesy like grits, grits, and yeah. That's good. Mm hmm. Okay, so what is it? A soulful, right? Soulful restaurant? Yes. You know, I kind of wanted, I wanted you to ask me this question. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I make, listen, I make food from the diaspora. Mm-hmm. And... So lay it all our, out. Yes, yeah, some of our less Afrocentric people may or may not know what that means. Mm -hmm. But the diaspora <laughs> is all black peoples from along, like, you know, the Atlantic slave trade, whether mm -hmm. they be in the... Listen, you dark-skinned Dominicans, you are black too, all right? Okay. From the Dominican, all, listen, South America, the Caribbean, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. So you're going to make Dominican food? No, I mean, if I feel oh. like it, yes. Oh, okay. I make food from the diaspora. Like, if I find certain, and Dominican food is very good. The patacon, I love so mm -hmm. many things. I don't um, know what that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to say exactly, <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm a foodie, so, like, mm -hmm. I go and, like, you know, I like good food. Mm. So... If I feel like it, yeah. But as it stands right now, the diasporan food that I make mm -hmm. is, you know, soul food, Caribbean food, and some Nigerian food, like, for my culture. Oh, okay. And can I have jollof rice? Yes, you can. Yes. And you came to the right person because I am a Nigerian. Don't let nobody tell you about mm. no Ghanaian jollof. Yeah, I'm starting it. I'm out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because I have I, a co-worker. He's Nigerian, too. And he I was like. I'll tell you. Don't. Yeah, don't. Mm. Don't believe the hype. Don't go Ghanaian jollof. And, mm. you know, listen, I hear they put palm oil in jollof. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's what <laughs> that shit to say. It is. Yo, I want all the smoke. But, um, mm. yeah, you came to the right place. So jollof mm -hmm. rice is on the menu. Okay. Yes, it's a regular on the menu. So when is this all going to be available? I'm so excited. To yes, the end of February, you mm -hmm. can go and ordering, getting food for me will be as seamless as using your Uber Eats or your DoorDash. Because the difference is why I say I want to separate myself and why I'm putting so much time into this mm -hmm. is because, you know, when anytime it comes out with, anytime something comes out when it comes to making a product, because mm -hmm. you can make when it comes to being entrepreneur even products there's different ways to go about things for a small example you can either create something mm -hmm. or you could take something that already exists and go and make it better yeah you know so that's what i'm trying to do with spread love kitchen like this they call them trap kitchens by the way mm -hmm. you ever heard of a trap kitchen mm -hmm. yeah exactly so mm. these trap kitchens are not all built the same you feel me mm. the people behind them are not all built the same now, the food may be good, and it's very sad when it's sidetracked for a second because during this pandemic, you know, the food community, there have been a lot of good places, you know, that um that make great food. Mm -hmm. 
but they just couldn't keep up with the shift and the time that was happening. Because mm-hmm. right now, they, you can't just have your fine dining restaurant, bro. Yeah. You gotta gotta stay alive. You yeah. gotta get open with technology. Learn how to stay alive, bro. Survive. You gotta survive. It's crazy how the atmosphere of going out has been like taken away from us. It's still it's here. Crazy. No, it's in a way. You know, it's still here. Mm-hmm. You just. I think life is gonna be a little more. Worth living the way things are. Cause now you're forced to do more meaningful things. That's In true. a sense, like now, okay, maybe you want to do fine dining, like I said earlier, and mm-hmm. you can't go nowhere. Now, this is where I come in. And people that do what I do, like, shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe if there were still fancy restaurants, you might not have, uh, you know, had this uh, private dining experience. What it mm, feels like true. to be catered and waited on. Like, mm-hmm. to be waited. Not, not waited on. Because like I said... Once everything's prepped and like ready, like I'm gonna head out real quick. So, mm-hmm. listen, I don't my my food be making people do weird things. Like, you know, I don't want to like start getting <laughs> freaky. I don't want to like start getting freaky. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take yeah, a bite of pasta and start, you know, start geeking. Yeah, I don't, I <laughs> <laughs> you know, your girl yeah, hit the crab yeah. legs or something. I don't know how she gonna act. So, yeah, like, I'm, I'm gonna saying. let y'all be. And girls love crab legs too. Love crab. I'm gonna let y'all be. <laughs> you feel me? So mm-hmm. there's that. Now you could experience that because of COVID. Yeah. But I just want to say, you know, there were restaurants that were making awesome food and they couldn't survive the pandemic because they didn't keep up with the shift of technology. And that's called, you got to know this because, like I said, I used to be, I'm not going to say a star athlete, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, there comes something called situational awareness. You know, it's when you're going about normal things and, you peep what's going on around you, you know, yeah. or situational awareness can be very simple. You know, what if, you know, you, um, you know, y'all two start arguing or something like that and it's getting mm-hmm. intense and it's like, you know, I'm not going to go out and ask, hey, does everybody want some drinks? Like, pay attention to what fuck going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and nobody, yeah. wa- nobody wants that right now. So you got to pay attention to what's going on. Like, what do your people need? What mm-hmm. do you need to do to stay afloat stay alive survive and thrive <laughs> okay all right so yeah. you want to give out your handles even though you're not gonna be open oh but just you have to know all the official things my name is chef Bo, mm-hmm. and i'm an owner and operator of spread love kitchen mm-hmm. spell it out for you know Instagram. spread love kitchen is uh let me not make it seem like I can't spell, but I no, can't. no, like, I mean no, the they chef should. Bo, the okay, Chef, Bo. Chef I'm about to say, listen, I was gonna do it, but you really shouldn't know how to spell spread love kitchen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo. Yo, but no, you. Chef Bo is um it's Chef and then mm-hmm. one word, um B E A U X. And go. that's the Cajun flow. Of doing things, you know, it got that French twang to it. So, Bo, you know, we're gonna put an X at the end of that. And a lot of my things are Cajun expired too. Certain Mm. foods, I can't remember the food, certain foods like gumbos. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with a gumbo. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it'll be a rice with like a, you know, a couple Andouille sausage in there. Some seafood in there. Seafood in there. It'll be a little soupy and Mm -hmm. like, you know, that's your gumbo. All those things, because like I said, I got in the kitchen now. Like, I make African soup. 
mm-hmm. a goosey soup, a bono soup, you know, okra soup. There's so many soups. Yeah. And all Ooh, these, I like okra. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know the mm-hmm. reason why you like okra? Because you come from the motherland. That's I one guess. of our original foods. Like, you have to eat foods that cater to you. Mm-hmm. There's just so many reasons, like, you know, black people... We eating all these carbs. We're blowing up. And that shit ain't really for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, pasta. You. Leave that, you know. Mm-hmm. Leave it to the Italians. You know, we can <laughs> indulge, but that's not our main thing. Yeah, it's a indulge. joke. Like, you know, most 12-year-old black children's ate more pasta and shit than a, <laughs> an adult Italian man. Mass spaghetti in the fridge. Exactly. It don't need to yeah. be like that. You need to be making okra, kale. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm saying because, listen, the food I make, isn't gonna give you a beach body. You hear me? It's gonna make you feel good though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna make you spread love. Exactly. Ah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. full say yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you wanna say? What is this joke that you had to say? Uh see now now it's poorly timed. You see <laughs> No, basically I was saying earlier when we were testing for like the audio and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like I heard how I sounded when you played it back. I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what, um, you know, being in front of the mic like this is starting starting to make me feel like maybe I should rap, but <laughs> <laughs> that is the joke. That even... Yeah, that was on it. that I note. Still... <laughs> Thank you for coming. Oh, I snorted. Oh man. Thank you for coming. Anytime, please invite me back. <laughs> no problem. Anyway, thanks for listening, and Later. I appreciate spread you love. Can. Don't forget to do it. Spread yeah. love. And remember, be honest, though. Be honest, though, man.